we on the air? I think so, yeah. Hello, folks, this is your boy, Jakari, Twisted Nightmare Podcast, Christian Nightmare Gaming, and once again, that old girl Keisha on me, bitch. Yeah. You know, a little bit ago and said, I got another one. I got some more to get off my chest. And we're going to let her get that shit off her chest again. So, Keisha, I'm going to let you have at it. So, damn, cat jumping out the door. But anyway, been talking to this guy for like maybe four months, close to five. And I like him a lot. Well, liked him a lot because I'm not even sure how I really feel about him now after all this happened. <laughs> but basically, yeah, I liked him a lot. And we met at a comic book store of all places. I had went and picked up, I think it was Batman Damn Book Two. Never read that series. It's fucking awesome, but. I bought that and that's how I met him and he was like, hey, I, I know you. I said, you do? He said, yeah, we matched up on Facebook dating. I said, oh, okay. Well, I gave him my name and found him on Facebook and that's how we started talking and during that time I had like the flu or something. Felt like shit and he was nice enough to bring me some medication and some soup. Like I thought that was really great of him. So we kept on talking. Eventually, once I got better, we went out on date. After date, after date, after date, after date. We hung out all the time. Probably, probably saw him like maybe four or five days out of the week, if not the entire week. But I saw him a lot, spent a lot of time with him met his friends, hung out with his friends, all of that cool stuff. He met some of my friends. So yeah. I was like, okay, this guy is awesome. We have a lot in common. He's funny. I think he's cute. Blah, blah, blah. I enjoyed hanging out with him. Well, in the midst of that, he was also going through a divorce. And he would tell me things about his ex-wife and she seemed like a really horrible person. I'm not going to go into all the shit he told me, but it but just know it was pretty bad. And he was with this person for 12 years. And she was the only person he had ever been with. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he said, that's the only person I've ever slept with. Oh, Okay. And she treated you like that and you stayed for that long? He said, yeah. And I was like, well, I guess I can kind of understand that, but I didn't judge him for that because I have no idea what it's like to be married in a relationship that long. So I don't know. But I don't think I could have put up with the kind of abuse that he told me about. Because that was just too much for me. So I can only imagine how it was for him to go through it. And sometimes, eventually it got to the point to where you can see it all over his face. But I'll get to that later. So he was going through a divorce when he and I really started dating. And 
I would never say anything about it, but he would talk about her. And I wouldn't say anything because I thought, you know, this is therapeutic. This is therapeutic for him. I'll just let him get it off his chest. So I would. And like I said, he would tell me all these things that this bitch would do. And his friends would say the same thing. They couldn't stand her. So I was like, damn, you must have been a piece of work. His friends don't like you? That's bad. I don't think his parents liked her. That's how bad she was. But anyway, once the divorce was over, well, the entire time it was happening, the entire time he was going through the divorce, he kind of acted like it wasn't a big deal. Everything was fine. He and I were all lovey-dovey and all that shit. Once the divorce was over, he acted the same way. It wasn't up until about a month and a half or two months ago is when things started to change. And he had gotten another job to where he worked late at night around 9 or 10 and he wouldn't get off until like maybe 9 or 10 o'clock the next morning so he would sleep during the day and I didn't get upset about that it was like okay cool I get it you're asleep I'm not mad about that but when he would get up he wouldn't say anything to me and I would have been and left a hey, good morning, or a good afternoon text or something like that. And you know how Facebook Messenger works. You know when somebody's messaged you. Their little face pops up right there. Or there's some way you get a notification knowing that someone has said something to you. But he wouldn't always say something to me. But he would post on Facebook. In the time frame that I said something to him. Which would annoy me because I've been ghosted before and I've been ignored before, but I would never bring that up to him. I wouldn't say anything about it. So he would do this a lot. And one night I finally said, am I crowding you or something? Something along those lines and immediately he messaged me back and was like give me a call I said okay and I called him and he said no you're not crowding me I just work all this time and blah 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 and I said oh okay so he recently just got a new job to where he's not doing the night job anymore because he said it was draining him and now he's working his morning job and he would still not say anything to me even though he said you know we can't have our phones while we're at work and I'd be like okay well sometimes people say good morning before he went to work or I would say good morning and I may or may not get a message back until later on that evening or the next day or two days later. But in the meantime of all of that, he's posting on Facebook 
And I know you're online because I see the little green light. So it's like, are you just not talking to me on purpose? You know, what the fuck? But still, I wouldn't say anything. Because I'm not that person. I'm not going to be an asshole and be combative for no reason. Even though I had a right to say something about that. But I wouldn't do it. So, finally... Friday, he had posted on Facebook again, hadn't said anything for me like a day or two or something like that. And I said, check your messages. And he replied back with, what's up? And I said, not much. I haven't heard from you in a few days. I was kind of starting to think you didn't want to talk. And then that's when he sends this long paragraph. And he's saying, I work multiple jobs. I'm trying to save up my own home and make it through this life of happiness. And I know that your trust is low because you've been ghosted, but you place that on me at times and I don't like it. I'm just trying to make it through this life of happiness. And I don't think I can give you what you want in a relationship. So I think we should just be friends. You're a cool person, but if you don't want to be friends anymore, I understand. So I sat there for a minute and I was like, what? And at first I thought, I'm not even going to reply back. I'm getting ready to cut this motherfucker out. And then I was like, no, it's not even worth it. So, but I did say something because there was no way in hell I was going to let him blame me for his problem. I'm not letting that go. So I said, first of all, which is how I started off my sentence, I said, first of all, I don't know what you're going through. But it ain't got nothing to do with me. And I would hate that you not try to say that it did. I never once blamed you for anything that my exes did. And I've only said something to you about not talking to me one time. This is the second time I've ever brought that up to you. I've never blamed you for anything that my exes did. I'm not that girl. I never have been that girl. And when I did bring it up to you, I didn't do it in a combative way. I just let you know, hey, what's going on? And I asked you, was there a problem, basically? And you said no. I never blamed you for shit, so don't say that. And it kind of pisses me off and offends me that you would say something like that. It's not what it was at all. Whatever. And I said, Again, I don't know what it else, what it is that you're going through, but I have done nothing but be nice to you and try to make you feel good. Because the stuff you told me you went through, I would never want to make anyone feel that way. I went out of my way to make sure that you did not feel that way. That you felt like you were wanted and that you felt like you were appreciated. I spent time with you because I want to do that. I don't need anything from you. So I'm a little pissed off that you're coming at me like this. Yeah, you're stressed out. I get that. But don't blame me for your problems. It ain't my fault. You want to be friends? Yeah, sure. Whatever. We can do that. So 
he says, well, I'm not really sure how to really go about it. And he was basically saying he was disconnected. And, and I brought up the Facebook thing, too. I said, the only reason why I felt that way is because you gave me a reason to feel that way. You would, I would say something to you and you may or may not say anything back, but you would constantly post on Facebook. So it's like, I know he sees that, he, that I'm trying to talk to him, but you choose to ignore me for whatever reason it is that you choose to do that. And that's shitty. But I still never said anything to you about it until that one time, and now, which were made two times. He says, well, I'm going through a lot, and I feel disconnected, and being on Facebook makes me included in society. I don't have any friends, blah, blah, blah. If I ignored you, that was not my intention. I wasn't trying to make you feel bad, and it's like... Okay, it's like I don't know whether to really buy that or not, but I've learned not just from men but in general, you make time for things and people you want to make time for, no matter how busy you are. I'm busy sometimes, but if it's somebody I care about, someone I'm interested in. I'm going to go out of my way and say something to you. I'm not just going to leave you on read. If I leave you on read, it's because of something you did to me. Or because I don't want to talk to you. But if it's somebody I don't want to talk to, I'll tell them, I don't really want to talk to you, and I'll give you a reason why I don't want to talk to you. I don't just leave people on read. And that's what he did. And that's what pissed me off. Because it's like, I didn't do anything to you, but it's kind of like he told me I was the reason for his misery. And that that made me feel kind of bad. No, I'm not. I didn't do anything to you. I'm not saying that I'm perfect because I'm not, but I'm not a person who goes out of their way to hurt someone. And I don't ignore people because I know how bad that feels. So he hasn't said anything to me since and I haven't said anything to him. And I don't know if I ever really want to say anything to him. But it's one of those things that ever he gets through going through what he's going through, he's probably going to try to talk to me like that again. I'm going to be like, why? I don't know. It just sucked because I really did think he was different. <sighs> He's really not. <laughs> I don't really know what to say on this one. Nobody does. And I told my friend Cassie about it. And you know what her logic was. Oh, he's seeing someone else. I said, I doubt it. She said, why do you say that? I'm like, personally, I think he just got out of his 12-year relationship. I'm the second person he's been with. It seems like he tried to do too much too soon, and it got to be overwhelming. Actions, it sounds like 
he would be better off by himself. Do what? You sound far away. That's why I couldn't really hear you. Can you hear me? I can now. Keisha. Hello? Can you hear me? And we're back. Sorry about that. Um, my, my Bluetooth decided it wanted to cut on in the middle of that, so I didn't even realize it until after the fact. Oh, well. Yeah, literally. Like, you were talking, and it went from I heard everything you're saying to I heard absolutely nothing you were saying. Well, what's the last thing you heard me say? I heard you say. I heard. I heard. The last thing I heard you say was specifically about him, and then I said. I said after that that uh, I feel he's going to be one of those people that's going to probably be better off by himself. Probably. I mean, he was in a relationship with someone for twelve years that kind of emasculated him. Now I'm I mean, gonna tell you completely this, and I'm, I'm gonna sound like a complete another dick about this. But truth be told, if he's in a relationship where he's constantly getting emasculated for twelve years, maybe he enjoyed being emasculated. Maybe he's a bit of he's a bit of a masochist. I, I hate to say it like that, but that's kind of what I'm getting from it because because if you honest to God didn't like being emasculated like to the degree that he was for as long as he was then he could have left within the first six months year did he have any kids with him no she yeah he couldn't have left. kids huh she couldn't have kids or they were trying or something like that and yeah. it just didn't work then then in all honesty, he could have left at any time. He chose I'm, to stay in that relationship. He chose. I mean, that. he the level of control. I've never heard anyone being that controlling. But the level of control that she was at was just like, wow. Like he couldn't even use his own penis. She did it for him. I've never heard any shit like that. I have. I was like, I, I have. And to be the person of people who I've heard that from, you're gonna laugh. You 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 gonna look. I know the look that you're about to give. Give the uh, give your phone when I say these words. They all enjoyed that shit. I'm not surprised. And I even asked him, I was like, did you like that? And he said, I don't know. Or something like that. I don't remember his exact response. Yeah, that means he actually, that means he did kind of, because he accepted it. If he didn't like it, or if he didn't accept it, he would have actually tried to get out of it sooner. But you put he up with that like, shit. He was like, she wouldn't let no. me in, or things like that, like she would put it in for him. She wouldn't let him do it. And I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, there are people who do that? 
And he said, yeah. So I was like, wow. And I was like, and you dealt with that for 12 years. And he said, yeah. Wow. So I was like, you, you're better than me because there's no way in hell. And I've taken verbal abuse. And I dealt with that for a year and a half. And that damn near drove me nuts. So I can only imagine how it was with 11 extra years tacked on to that one. So it's like, I don't know. I think personally, he tried to do too much too soon. And I even said to him, I was like, maybe you're not used to someone giving a fuck about you. I don't know. And he said, well, you said that. I'm I'm used to it. I'm, something like that. Something to the effects of you said that, not me. So it was like, okay. I can tell he's not used to someone giving a shit about him like that. Or someone actually putting in effort and being super nice to him just by the way he was giving it off. So it's like, I don't know. And that's why I kind of got pissed off because he would talk about his ex all the time. Like he'd always say stuff about her. Not all the time, but quite often. And I would say stuff about my ex, but only if it was because we were on that subject or he asked. It was kind of like now me venting about that. I would vent to him because he would vent to me. But it wasn't all the time. So that's why he said that I put what my exes on, I put off on him what my exes did to me. I was pissed off because that's some fucking bullshit and I didn't do that. I don't even like talking about them motherfuckers for any goddamn reason. Unless I'm making fun of them or something I think about that they did that was funny, like Seth. That's probably the only motherfucker I talk about. But, oh, I just named yeah, it. We, sure. we, we got a whole mini series on that. Seth, he, he's got a mini series going on now, which I actually told him that. I was like, you know what? You was on an episode of Niggas before they were even a thing. He's like, really? Oh, he called himself a real nigga last night, too. I died laughing. But Oh, Lord. I'm real nigga. I was like, are you? I was like, you do know being a real nigga ain't a good thing, right? Sure it is. Means you're tough. That's not what that means, baby. That's not what that means at all. Being a real nigga is... Being a real nigga means you tough. Nah, bro. Nah, nah, fam. That that ain't the look. <laughs> that ain't it, chief. <laughs> that ain't it, chief. You know what he said? I don't really remember. It was like seven o'clock in the morning. But he was like, "That means you tough when you a real nigga or something like that. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with you." Uh, it's some motherfuckers that That's you ain't what... gonna fuck with that ain't real niggas. You... <laughs> Where did you get that? My man's been watching, been watching way too many hood movies. I don't know what Seth been watching. He doesn't really watch a lot of TV, so I don't know. It's probably because of people he's been around. I don't know. I don't know what goes through that child's head, but sometimes I would like to know. We need but. to do it. 
an evaluative case study on this nigga. I would like to know what goes, and I've even told him him that. What the fuck goes on up there? Ain't no telling what goes on through my head once I've had a couple of Ritalin. Why are you taking that? No, Adderall. Why are you taking that shit? So I can work longer? Um, you know that's not good, right? Sure it is. Okay. But I mean, it, it can be good to use it as a tool like that, but it's not good because he probably is chasing it down with like five beers. Probably. Knowing him. And it actually states on every medical package you should Don't not alcohol. alcohol or caffeine. Yeah. A lot of them actually do say do not take with caffeine. And he drinks coffee in the morning. He probably drinks coffee and beer. And I asked him, do you drink any water? Yeah. I don't believe you. I don't need water. I was like, you're lying. I ain't lying. I drink water. I just don't drink as much as I should. At least he don't drink as much as he should. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I I can believe that. But he, um, I told you that was Thursday morning where he called me and he video chatted me and I knew he was naked but I didn't say nothing. I was going to wait till he said something and of course he did. And I was like, you're just walking around the house in front of the dog like that with no damn clothes on. I don't need none. And then I saw him open the door. I'm like, did you just go outside? He said, no, I just checked the weather. I just cracked the door open. I'm like, bruh. Really? But then he popped an Adderall. And I was like, aren't you going to eat something? Don't you have to eat when you take those drugs? Yeah, not hungry. And he said, eat less, take more Adderall. Um, no. This is not how this fucking works. You need to eat something before something happens to you. You gotta go sometimes. No, motherfucker, that's not how this works. Yeah, you do gotta go sometimes, but you ain't gotta hurry your ass up on the glory unless you're trying to go. I ain't trying to go. But then you need to do better. I bet your mama don't know that you popping Adderall like that. No, I bet not tell her. I'm a snitch. Let me get a chance. I'm a don't snitch like a motherfucker. Hey. Don't you dare turn in this Takashi 69 on, on me right now. I do oh. not need a Takashi 69 in my life. <laughs> I'm snitching on him. <laughs> I'm snitching well, on him. You know, it, it, to be perfectly honest with you, because it's because it's uh, I don't really care. I let it slide. <laughs> Somebody got to make him stop, and I know if anybody can cuss him out into doing that, it'll be her. But later on that day, he messaged me again, and he said he got the work. No, he he video chatted me because he was outside. He was red again, Mister. I don't wear any sunscreen. I don't need it. It's too greasy. It's this. It's that. I was like, okay, Seth. So he was like, yeah. 
just took another Adderall. My boss gave it to me. And I was like, so you've had two Adderalls within four hours? Why? And he said, so I can work longer. And work harder. I said, but you work hard as it is. What are you trying to do? Nothing. Okay. So. Sure you're not. That was Thursday with him. But he messaged me last night and he said, I have to come back to Arkansas. My aunt just passed away. I said, damn, I'm sorry for your loss. Are you okay? He said, yeah, I'm He said, I'll call you when I get home. He hadn't called me yet, so he will eventually. He probably was, he's probably drinking again. Oh, he drinks every day. I know. That's why I'm like, how you ain't got a beer gut? I don't Mm -hmm. understand. But that's him. And I told my friend Cassie about it. And she said, are you going to see him? I was like, I'm not going to say anything until he does. I'm not going to say anything. He's down here for a funeral. I'm sure coming to see me is one of the last things he's thinking. But then again, it's him. So I don't know. He doesn't really fuck with his family that much. Because of reasons that I've told you. But he seemed pretty sad about this one. So maybe if it's the aunt I'm thinking of, then yeah, I'm not surprised that he's sad about that because he actually was kind of close to her. So it's like, I don't know. But that's what's been happening with my week. And I'm still mad about that whole situation because it's like you what the fuck man it's like I don't know and I started to think like did I do something to him to make him feel this way was it my fault did I did I bring up my exes and make him feel this way and then I started thinking no I never really pushed that feeling off on him. I only said something to him about that one time, and this last, and Friday, was the second time that I brought it up, because I guess we broke up or whatever, which the truth is, I didn't know what we were, if we were a thing or if we weren't. I didn't know, because he didn't really say. But... I thought it was just kind of fucked up how he got defensive like that. And how he tried to make it seem like it was on me and that I was wrong for feeling the way that I felt. When he gave me every reason to feel that way. And I was never an asshole to him about it. I only said something once. It's not like I said anything about it all the time. And I even said that. I can understand if I put your phone up if I was being a total bitch to you, but I wasn't. I wasn't doing anything like that. I barely said anything about it. I've only said something once. This would be the second time. And I would have never felt that way if you didn't give me a reason to feel like that. But you did. 
So that I'm like you can't be upset that that's the way I feel. You did that. It was like I wasn't a priority to you anymore. And even though I'm busy sometimes, I still make it a point to say something to you and at least acknowledge your existence. But I'm pretty sure if the shoe's on the other foot and you were trying to talk to me and I said nothing to you for days at a time or I would go hours without saying something to you, but I posted on Facebook during the same time frame that you spoke to me that you would feel some kind of way too. So don't try to make it seem like I'm wrong. And that's what really pissed me off. Because he was placing blame where the blame didn't belong. And it's like, I ain't did shit to you, man. Done nothing but be nice to you. So why does this keep fucking happening to me? I don't know. I don't know. It's annoying. I can tell. Trust me. I, I, I can tell it is annoying. I can also right. hear the pain in your voice. Right, I didn't know you for almost a decade, so I, I can pinpoint that shit. Yeah. And Cassie's like, oh, well, he got somebody else. And I said, I don't think so. I'm telling you now, if he does have somebody else, I guarantee you she's probably doing him just like his ex And that's what Cassie said. Cassie said, don't be surprised if he was somebody else or he go back to his ex-wife. And with that being said... I didn't even, say, I didn't even say anything about him being with his ex-wife again. I legit said I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's with somebody, they're doing him like his ex-wife. In other words, she's emasculating his ass just like his ex-wife. That's what Cassie still there. God damn it. If Bluetooth come back on again, no, it's not on. Keisha. Keisha. I'm here. Okay. Can you not hear me? It it keeps cutting in and out. Oh. But I was saying, Cassie said, well, don't be surprised if you see him with someone else or he gets back with his ex-wife. To which my next rebuttal was exactly this. Well, I tell you what, if he has somebody else, or if he goes back to his ex-wife and she treated him like shit, you deserve that. I mean, I don't feel bad for you if you go back to someone that you said that was absolutely horrible that made you feel like absolute shit. If you go back to that person thinking that they're going to change, knowing full well that they're not, I don't feel bad for you. You put yourself back in that position. So, if he did see, if he was seeing somebody else, which was fucked up because I wasn't, I wasn't seeing anybody else. I wasn't talking to anybody else but my ex Seth. And him and I barely was speaking at one point. 
but that would piss me off because it's like I've been faithful. I ain't done shit. I ain't gone anywhere else with anybody but me. I didn't get out unless I was going somewhere with you. I was always in the fucking house. I avoided other guys that I used to talk to because I was with you. And if I find out that he's got somebody else, oh, let's just say a nigga gonna feel my wrath. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Let me find so, out some bullshit. I'm gonna put it to you like this. There's a reason why I laugh the way I do. And hearing Keisha sometimes when when Kiki come out of Keisha, Kiki is a funny bitch. Kiki a funny bitch. To me. Yeah, I I don't want to be like that. Because I'm I'm the type of person to where it takes a lot for me to be that asshole. But if I become that asshole, you worked for it. It don't just happen. That's something that's been brooding. You gave me a good reason for me to be like that. So if I find out he's been with somebody else, I'm going to make a phone call. And if he's smart, he won't pick up. <laughs> but chances are he'll pick up because none of them are not that smart. <laughs> so, I'm hoping that he didn't do that. So I don't know. But I'm guessing that he didn't. And there was even one point where I was like, I don't know if you were ignoring me on purpose. I'm guessing that you weren't, but you can't be upset that I feel this way. You were doing that. And that's when he was like posting on Facebook, made him feel a part of society and he doesn't have any friends. And when he gets on there, he can disconnect, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I don't really know whether to buy that or not. Because you used to talk to me every single fucking day and then you stopped. And it's like, I get it. You had this job that was demanding, but there would be times where he even told me that he would be at home and he would be at home playing video games. And you still chose not to say anything to me. Knowing that I spoke to you. Or when he didn't have a delivery, he would be sitting back at the office. I would have been and said something to him earlier in that day. I know he's online. I know he saw my message, but he chose not to respond. So it's like, you're a speech for that. You don't want to talk to me. Just say you don't want to fucking talk to me. I'd rather you say that than just not say anything. And that was what I said to him. I was like, you got to understand why I feel that way. Mm-hmm. 
So it was like, oh, uh, uh, my back. It was like I started I had to pop my back just now. Oh, uh, I was thinking like, am, am I wrong for feeling like that? <laughs> I told you before, you should to feel wrong for anything, how you, for how you feel. If you've gotten to a point where you feel that way, there's a reason why you feel that way. It just hurt my feelings because I didn't think he was like that. And it's like, I chalk it up to him being overwhelmed and all of that, but it's like, not really an excuse. Nope, it is definitely not. And it's like you work a lot. Okay, I do too. I'm in healthcare, but I still manage to say something to you or anybody that I care about because I care about you. I don't want you to feel like I don't. So I'm not gonna leave you on read. even if I'm busy. I'll say I'm sorry. I've been busy. How are you doing? Something. I'm going to say something. Cut out. Keisha. Now. There we go. Okay, so I'm figuring out when the screen goes off that it does that. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid ass phone. Anyway. I was like, you know takes 1.2 seconds to send a text and say, hey, good morning. I wouldn't ignore you, but he would do that to me, and it's like, I get it, you're going through a lot, but you used to talk to me every single fucking day. Why aren't you doing that now? I know you work. You get up and you work in the morning, but during the time frame when I say something to you, you post on Facebook. To me, there's not really an excuse for that. He said it helps him disconnect and be more connected in society. And it's like, okay, I get that, but like me as much as you say you do then you acknowledge that I've said something to you and I shouldn't have to be the one saying good morning all the time because it started to get to that point so it's like I don't know It's just fucked up. And it's like... I don't know. Just kind of sick of that happening to me. It's like, you put, it's like you put yourself out there, which is really hard for me to do. But I do it anyway. And that happens. It's like... What the fuck?
don't know. And it's weird, just the other day, his friend was like, which she's a nice girl. She's probably the only Satanist I actually know, which is hilarious. Because if you go over her house, there is no kind of satanic anything around. At all. But she's super cool and she was like, I can't wait to hang out with y'all again. I like hanging out with y'all. So it's like, now this happening, it's like, so I don't know. I can't goddamn call it. Do what? I said I can't goddamn call it. I mean, it's not much to say. And I was still nice to him after all of that. And I was like, if you need someone to talk to, you know where I am. And I kind of, part of me kind of regrets saying that, but at the same time, it's like, I don't have to be a dick because he is. All right. But sometimes I wish I was that person. And the funny thing about that is if I was a horrible person I probably wouldn't even be by myself. That's the shitty part. Because I'm starting to figure out that a lot of these guys like to be treated that way. Which makes no sense because why would anyone like that? It's almost like being nice isn't good enough. Being a bitch is what you should be. But I'm not that person and I can't be that way. I understand. I'm sorry, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm letting, I'm literally just letting you get everything off your chest because right now I don't really know what to say. And you kind of know that. Yeah, it's not really, not easy to reply to. I mean, it's, how do you, just how do you, what do you say? It's a shitty feeling. It's like, Definitely. man. It's like, man. I thought you were different, but like, it's like now you're kind of like they were. Granted, he wasn't as mean, but it was like he deflected his problems on me, and it's like. That's your problem. I didn't do anything to you. And normally he's not the type of guy that I would go for, but I still liked him because he was nice. And at the end of the day, that's what I really want. 
Because you just want a nice dude. And I thought he was nice. And it's like, and maybe he is nice and he really is going through something, but what he said was kind of fucked up. Being told you're the reason for someone's misery is a shitty feeling. Especially when you know that you're not. And I don't like being told I made someone feel a certain way when I know I didn't make you feel like that. I did nothing to make him feel like I was blaming my exes, blaming him for what my exes did. I didn't put my feelings off for them onto him. And I don't like it. I said, well, I don't like when you post on Facebook and don't say anything to me, knowing that I've spoken to you or you go three days without saying something to me. You don't do that to people that you like. I don't do that. I don't know about you. It's fucked up. And I hope he gets the shit together, but I hate he feels bad like that, but I kind of feel like he took it out on me. If that makes any sense. No, no, it makes perfect sense. Because the last few times we hung out, he was there, but he wasn't there. So it was like, okay. And he asked me last week, he asked me if I want to hang out that Sunday, because he had dropped me off at work that Saturday. And I was like, yeah, we can do that. He said, okay. I'll call you. Well, Sunday rolled around and we didn't hang out. He stayed at home, which is like, okay, that's cool. You don't get weekends off that often. Okay, I'm not mad about that. Not literally wasn't pissed off, but he's barely said anything to me all week. Like, I can count on one hand how many times we talked. I think Tuesday was the most back and forth text that we've had. And even that didn't last that long. And I'm not the type of chick where you have to talk to me all fucking day. I like that, but I know people work and you have lives and that's just not always possible. But I do require some kind of acknowledgement and conversation. I don't think that's too much to ask. The truth is, I don't ask for much at all. Most people don't. Talk to me. Hang out with me when you can. Communicate. Be nice to me. That's the basic shit that I ask for. 
I don't really ask for much. And it's like, you can't even fucking give that. It's like, I'm always the one giving 100%, and I may get less than 50 back. And if I do get the 100% back, it never lasts that long. So it's like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? That's how it feels. And I'm also not the type that says everything that they're thinking. Because if I was, a lot of people would not want to talk to me. It would be a lot of motherfuckers mad at me. Jones, the bad part is, is I know that to be 100% accurate. If you said half the shit that would just own your mind to people, I motherfuckers would have any friends. Huh? I probably wouldn't have any friends. And isn't that you wouldn't have any friends? It would be more along the lines of you would find out real quickly who your real one, who your real friends are. Yeah. And then all the chick shit motherfuckers are. Yeah. Like if I said everything I was thinking, I don't think Seth would even talk to me anymore. That's how real it is. And I've even told him that. If I really told you everything that I've ever thought about you, you wouldn't want to say, see me ever ever again. He said, damn, it's like that. Nigga, I hated you at one point. He couldn't believe that. You hated me? Oh. Sure in the fuck did. Couldn't stand you. I remember that. I remember when you when that word came when we actually said I, I that you hated and I was like, whoa, oh, his shit then shit then got real real fast. I told him it got to the point to where if I never saw you again for the rest of my life, it would have been too soon. He was like, Wow. And I don't even have to tell you what you did to make me feel that way because you already know. But I don't feel that way about you anymore. Obviously, because I would not be talking to you. You lucky I picked up the motherfucking phone for you. That's how it was. So it's like now I can tell he's very choosy about what he says around me. He's he's conscious to pick his words. He's like, you're the only person I really talk to anyway other than my boss and his wife, and the people I work with. Which makes sense, because he doesn't have many friends, but Seth doesn't fuck with a lot of people either. And I can understand why he doesn't, because of things that he's gone through. So it makes sense, but he's like, you're the only person I really talk to like this. So I kind of don't want to say anything too stupid. I was like, mm, well, someone's matured. At one point, he would say any fucking thing. Yeah, he he would let his dumb ass mouth fly, and he still does. And he still does say stupid shit, but he doesn't say stupid shit if that makes any sense. His stupid shit that he says is at a certain level. 
It is not at the level that it used to be. Which is crazy because he would say some shit to where I would be like, how did you manage to stay alive this long? He's one of them dudes. Like, he's done some stuff where it's like, and you're still here? How? Yesterday, he was like, I'm exciting my bitch. And I was like, mm hmm. You say so, I will. I fuck Satan up. Okay. And then that's when he went into his real niggas. That's when he went into thing about being a real nigga. Mind you guys, my ex is white. White as hell. And he swears to God he's not a redneck. But he really is. I just let him think that he's not but he is. Mind you, he used to chew tobacco, which is one of the most redneck things in the fucking world. I don't know if he still does. I'm going to assume he does. But yeah, he used to chew tobacco. He chewed tobacco. He used to wear camo. Yeah. Wear his boots. Not cowboy boots, but you know the steel toe boots? Uh That's what he works in. Oh, and he does like constructions where he'll like tear siding off the house. He ain't wearing no gloves. And I was like, well, that's why your hands look like alligator feet. Because you're not wearing (laughs) fucking gloves. I don't need gloves. I'm a real man. Real men wear gloves when they work, Seth. You're just hard-headed. That's why I said there's a left, there's regular male hard-headedness, and then there's Seth hard-headedness. Like it makes no sense. And he's the only person I know that is at that level. My hands don't look rough. Yes, they do. I ain't putting no lotion on them. Men don't use lotion. Who told you that? Men don't wear lotion. To quote, to quote, I'm gonna have to make an anime reference here. To quote Escanor from Seven Deadly Sins, who decided that? <laughs> right. Who came up with that? That's why I was like, who who told you men don't wear lotion? They make lotion specifically for men. They make a lot of stuff specifically for men. I was like, you don't smell fruity. You smell like a guy who likes smelling good, which he does. He showers and all of that shit, but he's like, not wearing lotion. I don't need lotion. I was like, you know white folks get ashy too, don't you? Yeah, I know. I'm one of them. And you still don't want to put on no lotion? I don't wear shorts. Uh, you got elbows and hands. Arms, nigga. You got, you got feet, nigga. 
I was like, so you want to walk around looking like you've been clapping your hands and flower all day? You be my guest. <laughs> I'm not afraid to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, you're a girl though. You like lotion. I don't like being ashy. That's not cute. I also can get dry skin for God knows whatever reason. That just started happening a couple of months ago to where if I don't put on any lotion, I'll get itchy. But I'm thinking that usually happens to me somewhere around in the summertime anyway. So maybe that's yep. what it is. And also spring. Maybe it's something to do with allergies. I don't know. But yeah. And he's going to say, and I quote, well, I'm not going to be walking around glittering like you. First of all. I never seen you wear any glittery lotion in the Nine years that I've known you. I have some now. I've worn it before, but not very never, often. Wait, I've never seen you actually with it on, is what I'm trying to say. Because I don't wear it often. The kind yeah. I have now, I didn't know that when I bought it, that it glittered. But once I found out that it did, I was happy about it. Because uh, I get to glitter and it looks awesome. But yeah, normally I don't buy glittery lotion. The girliest things about me is probably my nails and my hair. That's probably about it. But no, let's be real. You know, some niggas with colored hair. So, oh, well, yeah. And he brought that up too. <laughs> <laughs> of course he said something about that one of the biggest one of the biggest colored hair people we know Jeff Hardy and he, was, Nero. he was the reason I started doing it exactly so, exactly my boy which, which Seth talked about that too he's like man I've been seeing these dudes walking around here with colored hair, colored hair and shit what the fuck I was like, watch him say something about them being gay. And that's gay as fuck. And I started laughing. Because I was like... He thinks everything is gay. He does. I, I think he's projecting a little bit. He'll go... He'll go, man. She says some gay dude looked at him. And I was like, you're a guy? Gay guys like other guys? So... What do you think? Yeah, that's gonna happen. I was like, what do you think is going to happen? I was like, you're wearing a shirt that is gripping to your muscles. Hell yeah, motherfuckers getting ready to look at you. What you think going to happen? He said nothing. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Well, I don't want to look at it. Yeah. I don't know where that shit did. I was like, maybe you should wear looser shirts. It's too hot for all that. And it's not too hot to wear a tight one. My shirt ain't tight. So. <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at a picture of you right now. That shirt may be normal size that you wore before you had the biceps. But you know bitches like biceps. I'm one of those. 
I would have looked at your ass too if I didn't know you. Hell, I know you, and I'm looking at you. So, what you think is going to happen? I was like, you know, man buns are sexy now. You got that going for you. You got tattoos. And so, so he embraced his full separates. He literally, <laughs> he literally has long hair. And he does it where it's shaved on the sides and he's got the bun. That's him. He's got this long oh. tattoo that goes from his shoulder to his arm, all the way back to his arm. He's got a pretty nice body now. So it's like, you think motherfuckers ain't gonna look at you and you outside working with no shirt on? Hell yeah, motherfuckers getting ready to look. I don't know what you think is going to happen. I don't want them looking at me. Well, you can't tell them what to do with their eyeballs, Seth. Just don't acknowledge it. Damn. It's not that big of a deal. Did he say something to you? No, he just kind of looked at me. Okay. And how do you know he was looking at you? He could have been just looking your way. I mean, at the time when he said this, he was working in a mall, which happens to be the largest mall in Texas. I forgot what the mall is called. But that's where he worked. I was like, it's motherfuckers all over the world. I mean, all over Texas that come in there. Yeah, people gonna look at you. You're right there. You kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Which is okay. So it doesn't bother you if a gay chick looks at you? No. I'm not gay, but it doesn't bother me at all. It's just looking. I mean, what, that shit doesn't mess with me. What's that man telling me with that? He's, oh, God, gay guy's looking at me. How you know he wants you? I was like, he might not want your pink ass. You know what you mad about? He started laughing. That's fucked up. Why I gotta be pink? Because you are pink. Because you don't wear any suntan lotion. You're pink and white. What the fuck is that? I told him, I was like, if they done a reality show and it was just you, people would watch you because you just do too much shit. I don't think so. You, they would. You'd be tripping. I tell people stuff that you do and they don't really believe me. Nobody acts like that. Uh, he do. And then he'll laugh about it. Like the time when we first met and he wanted to take a picture and I wouldn't take the picture because we were standing in the mirror and he was behind me butt-ass naked. He's like, yeah, let's put this on Facebook. Um, no. I'm not going to do that. 
He's like, why? I'm like, one, my family follows me on Facebook, and two, you are butt booty ass naked, and people can tell. No, they can't. We can tell you ain't got no draws on. I'm looking at you right now. That's because you know, because I'm in here with you. But if I posted this pic, the first thing they would be like, why he naked? What y'all doing? That's uh, that's the kind of shit he does. Hello? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I was in the middle of doing something. Oh. So I was just letting you talk. Oh. What's baby daddy? <clears throat> but yeah, but, that's the kind of stuff that Seth does on a regular basis. Is there anything you wanted to talk about? I'd never tell you about that time where he was talking about taking over the world and blowing up all the white people. <laughs> Which time did you not tell me about this? Because we've had this conversation a few times because all uh, we do is sit here and laugh about that conversation. Yeah, he... Okay. So I'll tell this quick story because Y'all don't know, but like I said, my ex Seth is white. Swears to God, he's not a redneck, but he is. But he can't stand white people. He's one of those white people that don't like other white people. And it's one of those things where it's like when he says something and it's funny, and you're like, Am I supposed to laugh or am I not supposed to say anything? Kind of like when a gay person makes a gay joke. You don't know how to really react. But that's him. He'll say stuff about white people all the time. I can't stand white folks get on my nerves. They judgmental. They're this. They're that. Blah, 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 blah. Well, one time when he was drunk, he swears to God he wasn't drunk, but he was. And we were video chatting. And he was talking about <laughs> it's not funny. It's funny, but it's morbid at the same time. It's one of those things where your natural reaction is to laugh because you can't believe somebody is saying this kind of shit. But he was talking about getting all the white people together and blowing them up so there wouldn't be no more of them. Would take over the world as the president of the United States or the president of the world or something like that, something along those lines. And I said, Okay. I was like, But baby, you white. Yeah, I know. I'd be the only one. That's not how this is. This isn't going to work. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm going to blow all the crackers up. That's literally what the fuck he said. I'm going to blow all them crackers up. <laughs> kids. 
I was like, what the t-? I was like, did you really just say fuck them kids? Wow. I'm like, so you're going to blow up all the white people, even all the little white children, they can go too, because eventually they're going to be white people. I don't need them motherfuckers in this world. Fuck them. They can go. It must be me, the black people, the Mexicans, everybody else. Wow. <laughs> I was like, so you're going to be the only white motherfucker in the world. I ain't all white, though. I'm half Comanche. But you're still mostly white. Yeah, I'm going to be the only white nigga in this motherfucker. I'm the only one you need. I was like... <laughs> I can't make this shit up. <laughs> this is the stuff he was saying. I was like, baby. <laughs> really? Bruh. He's like, yeah. Why the fuck not? I'm the only motherfucker you need. Yeah, he said, what? I'm going to be the only white motherfucker here. I'm the only nigga you need. Something like that. Now I'm the only. Did he said I'm be the only white. I think he said I'm be the only white motherfucker here, and I'm gonna be the only nigga you need. And I fell out laughing because it's like, what the hell? Okay. It was like what? And he went on and on and on about this for about half an hour, and I was just sitting here like, bruh, yeah. That was my reaction a lot was, bruh. For real? (laughs) And then, oh my God, if a white chick hits on him. Oh, Oh no. What'd she do that for? Like a pasty white ass. He told me some white chick tried to get his number. He was nice to her about it. He said, but when she left, I talked bad about her ass. I was like, why? What was wrong with her? She was white. I was like, dude. (laughs) He said, she had a pancake ass and no titty. She could at least have some titty. That bitch was flat chested. She looked like a 12-year-old boy. (laughs) <laughs> and you trying to holler at me in your little bikini top I'm not interested I'm good I was like oh my god I was like I'm almost afraid to know what you think about me oh you know what I think about you I can't wait to get my hands on you again followed by some inappropriate things that he said <laughs> more inappropriate things I'm impregnating you really he said, yeah, I can't wait to get you pregnant. I hope it's a little girl. I don't want a little rusty-ass boy. I was like, wow. I'm going to beat his ass just for being a boy. I was like, what the fuck? Who does that? He said, little boys be tripping, though. I know. I was one of them. Just because you was bad don't mean my child going to be like that. If he got me in him, he will be. I said, well, I guess that's the point. Yes, you got a point there. Because you was bad as hell. 
them stories you told me when you was a little boy. I see why you got your ass whooped all the time. <laughs> so I, I can see that. I hope <sighs> I hope if that does happen, for God's sakes, let it be a girl, because Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not trying to be handing out ass whoopings all day. <laughs> But what happened if the little girl take after him? <laughs> then he gonna handle that because he said that's not gonna happen. Shit, which I know because that's some bullshit. Be, because Kiki should think about it in this regard. She gonna be half you, and you could be. I wasn't yes, a bad but kid, you could be a stubborn ass bitch, and you know you could be a stubborn ass bitch when you want to. If I'm stubborn, I got a reason to be, but I don't deny that I'm stubborn. Let's just put this out there. Let that girl take after Kiki's side of you. Okay, then we got a problem. <laughs> the prosecution rests its case. <laughs> we'll have a problem. Okay, fine. But he said, my little girl ain't going to be like that. I said, okay. What sure she she I said, what if she takes after you? I don't know. I was like, yeah. So you didn't think about that, did you? Then we're going to have some pretty ass kids. I was like, look at you trying to turn the subject. I see what you're doing. Mm. But he went off about that white girl for about like 10 minutes. Like he was like he was big mad. He said she wasn't even really nice about it. What did she say? She's like, hey, how are you doing, such and such? And he said, hey, I'm good, how are you? And he said she wanted to shake hands, but he didn't shake her hand because his hands were dirty, which is like, okay, I understand that. I'm like, but if your hands weren't dirty, would you have shook it? He said, yeah, I'm not going to be that damn fucked up. Not really. Well, sure wouldn't. Right. Then he said that she just... He would have been like, so this mom. He was like, she started making conversation and he said, which I was working, I kind of didn't want to talk. Because he's one of those type of people that when he's working, he's working and that's what he's doing. That's what he's focused on. He ain't trying to have no conversation. He ain't trying to do none of that. He trying to work so he can get the fuck out of there and go home. Right. Or he can go to the bar and get him a beer. That's what he's trying to do. But so when he said she was talking to him, I was like, yeah, that's that's gonna annoy him because he's working, he's busy, he's in the zone, he ain't interested. And he said she kept talking and talking and talking. And then she got to the reason why she really came over there. And he asked, she asked if she could have his number. And he said, I'm seeing some right now, which at the time he wasn't because I asked him I said well are you seeing someone no I just didn't want to talk to her ass I started laughing he said no nah, I just want to talk to her ass what did he call her a bitch I don't remember I don't remember probably call her a bitch knowing him but she's like oh okay well it was nice meeting you blah 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 and she walked off he said Man, I couldn't wait till she left. I talked shit. He said that motherfucker was puny. 
she had no titty, she had no ass, and had the audacity to be in public in the bikini top. What are you holding back? You ain't got no titties. <laughs> you got nipples. You look like a 12-year-old boy about the chest. What are you? You ain't got no cleavage. You could at least have some titties when you stepped to me, gave me something to look at, but you didn't even do that. I'm good. I was like, wow. Okay. And then that's when I said, I would hate to know what you think about me. I already know. You already know what I think about you. You got everything I like, followed by the inappropriate stuff he said. And a whole bunch of other stuff. I can't wait to impregnate you or at least practice impregnating you. And I was like, really? Are you on? I was like, are you saying this in front of people? And then I could hear some people laugh. And I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I guess he had to get you back for that one day. That was the same <laughs> day. <laughs> this was the same day. So when I found out I was on speakerphone, that's when I started saying shit. Because I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, oh. So he got you first, and I got him. And then you, and then you don't know. You ain't just get him back. You doubled down on it. I was like, oh, okay. Well, since you have no filter, why I gotta have one? So I started talking <laughs> shit, and he was talking <laughs> shit, and then we both was talking shit, and everybody heard it, and everybody was rolling. Yeah. One of his friends was like, man, I can't wait to meet you. She be getting your ass. He gonna tell that dude to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was like, no, he said, man, shut your ass up. I think he called him a snaggletooth or something. He did. He said, man, shut your snaggletooth ass up. Didn't nobody ask you shit. I was like, damn. I'm like, that's how y'all talk to each other? Hell yeah, fuck him. Like, wow. Okay. They're probably in the back. He's like, "Well, fuck you too, nigga." He did. He said, "Man, fuck out here. Nobody worry about you." They both started laughing. Wow. And then I heard a beer crack open, which was probably him. And that was also the same night where he told me that they were at a club somewhere in Texas, and they were in the back doing lines, and I was like. You can't make this shit up when it comes to sex. You really can't. No, this is the kind of shit he does. And he doesn't realize that he tells me these things, or he does, and he's just that comfortable with telling me because he doesn't care, or he knows that I'm not going to judge him. I don't know what it is. You ain't got to be the one to judge him. I judge him for everybody. Somebody, oh, a lot of people do. I'm pretty sure his mom judges the fuck out of him. If she knew. I was like, there's no way she knows he's doing this kind of stuff. But he's like, yeah, we was in, he said, we were in some kind of club, but you called the name of the club. I don't remember what it was. But he's like, yeah, we was back there and they were like, hey, you want to do a couple of lines? And I said, I knew what he was talking about, but I wanted to see if he was going to tell me. I said, lines of what? Coke. 
Baby, you doing coke now? Hell yeah. That shit gets me going. It ain't dangerous though. Um it's coke. Oh god. Who told I'm gonna put it like this. He ain't never seen the Rick James episode of the Chappelle show. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Literally. I was like, you know that kills people, doesn't it? No, it don't. What world have you been living in? That's when a lot of people will die from coke. It's called OD. I ain't never OD'd. I ain't going to. I hope not. Yeah, we was in a club drinking and having a good time, living it up, blah, blah, blah. Snorted a couple loans, snorted a couple lines of coke. Couldn't sleep for a couple of days, but I'm all right. I was like, wow. I was like, just don't do meth. That's what I said. I was like, please just don't do meth. Nah, that shit fuck your teeth up. I ain't doing that. Oh, that's your only concern? I was like, because the tobacco you chew can fuck your teeth up and your gums. No, it can't. Yeah, you can get gum disease. You can even get cancer like that. How do you get and cancer? And when you get the cancer in your gums, guess what they're going to do to your teeth? They're going to fall. They're going to activate that steel in that shit, and you don't gain a thousand life points for every stand by Saying about things, bitch, you gonna lose your teeth. Time to get some dentures. And that was my next comment. I'm like, you keep doing that tobacco, you gonna need dentures by 35. That ain't gonna happen. After a long pause, he was like, that ain't gonna happen. I said, sure it won't. Then, because he just turned, he just turned 29 on the 9th of May. Which that's funny because that's his last name too. But he mm. turned he turned twenty nine, and he's complaining about being old. And I was like, "You're not even thirty yet. Shut up. I'm thirty four. I'll be thirty five this year. What are you complaining about? I feel old. I got arthritis. You ain't got no damn arthritis." Have you been to a doctor? Has he diagnosed you with it? He don't like going to doctors, so no. Then shut your ass up. He doesn't like doctors. I ain't going to no damn doctors. Seth could be one of those people where he could be holding his kidney in his hand. He still ain't going to a doctor. It doesn't matter. But we're we going to have to cut this because I, I actually do got a report for the YouTube channel in a little while. So I do got to let the phone charge again. Um, we, we continue this another time. I mean, to be honest with you, if you want, what are you doing later this evening? Probably nothing. Probably okay, then we some can more anime. Do another, do an, uh, continue this episode tonight. Alright. See you then. All right. But folks, uh, don't forget to, uh, you know, to, to to like, share, and subscribe. Get this out there to everybody, because this shit is just way too funny to be true, but it, it's 100% accurate. It's, it it's true. You it's the Keisha make... real life 
real Hollywood stories. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. I mean, I'm good, but I'm not that goddamn good. I don't think there's anybody that's that goddamn good. I'm telling you, Seth, Seth is a motherfucker. But I wouldn't change him for the world. Because if I did, I wouldn't have anything to tell anybody. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, this has been uh, Jakari and Keisha for the Twisted Nightmare podcast. Uh, you know, all the YouTube good stuff, uh, the YouTube chilling, Twisted Nightmare gaming. Uh, same thing for the for the Facebook page for the channel. Um, I'll start eventually putting some links in there and stuff in the page. But yeah, if just go to the Facebook page for it. It's easier to find that way. I'll just go straight to the YouTube channel. Um, and I'll have some of the links in the description for the YouTube channel and everything. Uh, well, for the Instagram and the Facebook page and all that good stuff on the YouTube channel and vice versa from the Facebook page for the YouTube channel and for Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Um, and once but, I get a better phone, then I will start also adding stuff to the YouTube channel. I got a shit ton of comments that I will be showing off of because right now my phone is a piece of crap. I can't do that. So yeah, we're working on that. We're not gonna get into that right now though. I'll get there. And I'm pretty sure by the time I do get a better phone, I'll have a whole lot of stuff. Cause now my huge box of comics, I've ran out of room, but that's okay. I'm a collector. We always run out of room. So Yep. But. Yep. That's generally how it normally is. But we'll continue this later. This is the end of uh, part one and part one point five of uh, <laughs> of the Twisted Nightmare Podcast Fireside Cafe. <laughs> Fireside Cafe. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Fireside Cafe. This is only. This is. Only place you gonna find when you can hear this shit anywhere else. I could tell you about a lot of my exes, and people would be like, "These aren't real people. They're real people." Yeah, very much real people. But anywho, all right, folks. 